You are now tuning in to Kickspot with Jidu Park and Mix. What's going on, everyone? We just want to bring to you a brand new, different type of show today. Brand new. I'm excited. Uh, if you I'm don't not. know who I am, I'm one of your co-hosts, Jinu Park. And you've also got my partner, Migs in the building. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Migs in the building here. And it, it, if you can see the aesthetics, Migs, it's, it's changed a little bit. Um, yes, it has. I, I want to say we spice things up from a literal sense. Yeah. And so... Uh, a couple weeks ago, you had um, we had a, a Kickspot episode where you got to interview me and uh, about my life. Yep. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to flip the script, and I wanted the audience members to get to know you, but with a little twist. Oh man! So as you can see, I've um, put some spices right up here in the front. Yeah, I'm scared. I just want to just <laughs> and uh, I just want to show the audience. Um, the chicken. So I, I did, I mean, it is chicken. You, you do love chicken. So everybody you know, yeah. knows that. So, but you do not like spices. It's not that I don't like spices. It's just that my stomach is very sensitive to spice. And I don't know how this is going to turn out the rest of the week for me. So um, what happens to you when you eat spicy food? Like, I mean, what's your, what's your level of spice? I mean, you've, I mean, we've, you know I can do spicy, but it's just that I just never really see you. But when stuff I in. do spicy, like you start laughing because I either start sweating right away, and you're like, "Dude, this is not even spicy." And I'm like, "Dude, it is, dude." And like I'm sweating, I'm like profusely, like <laughs> oh, you man. know, profusely trying to figure out how to you know deal with my life at that point. Well, the good thing is that we do have Boba on staff. Yeah, I need uh, that milk with tea. that milk uh, in there uh, for you to Sponsored ease the pain. Boba so what I wanted to do is, uh, um, you know, I wanted to do a three-part segment with you like we usually do. But sure, dude. within the three-part segment, the first two segments, you're going to try three different chickens with the sauces. Okay. okay. And the very, Are we going like light? Like, yeah. Like, we're okay. going gonna to ease you into the uh, quote-unquote pain. All right. So I'm going to have you start off first before I start asking questions. Okay. So I'm going to get you to, I mean, this is a pretty standard one. So I'm gonna have you grab this one right over here. Which one? That one. I need. We need napkins, dude. Can you grab napkins? Yeah. Yeah. Take a short break here. As he grabs the napkins, he better edit this. <laughs> All right. So here's I just wanna, here's the chicken. Here's the chicken, and like different level of spices happening. So the the first one. So we the first one we got Louisiana hot sauce. I can handle that. I'm sure I everybody can handle that. is listening and they're like, man, that's pretty weak. Shut up. That's pretty weak. But like I said, we're gonna ease them in to the pain. So uh, I'm gonna have you take your first uh, bite there of Louisiana hot sauce with chicken wings. Okay. Is it right here? This one. Like, yes. Okay, yes, yes. Sure? That, yeah, that's your order. Okay, We're going to yeah. leave it like that, okay? okay. So, um, as you're eating that, um, uh, you know, there, there are times, uh, you know, actually within the past few months, there's been times that you would tell me stories um, and, I, and I would be, <laughs> and I would be shocked. Um, and, and sometimes I didn't know if you were joking or not because there's, 
There's a lot of guys. There's been a lot of times where Migs will tell me, "Hey, that's my cousin. That's my cousin. I want you to meet my cousin." You know, that's a very Filipino thing to do. But in reality, I didn't find out that a lot of these people weren't actually his cousins. You know, obviously it was a phrase that that he said uh, because he's close friends with them. So sometimes when he tells me stories, I'm like, I wonder if that's true or not. And as we're looking to start a business out in the Philippines, I remember him saying, um, you know, I, I want to take you to where I I grew up. Um, and it, it's like the slums. And I was like, what is he talking about? Because, you know, usually he likes to buy his like name brand stuff. And I'm like, that's, that's just odd. So it, it, first of all, is that true? You used to live in the slums. Like, were you, where were you born? I was born in Manila, um, August 19, 1987. Okay. Um, it was, I believe, also on a Wednesday. I think, oh. I think I was born in the afternoon. I was an afternoon baby. I think it was like 4.30 p.m. Um, and we lived in, we lived in Pasay City, uh, which is in the, a little bit of outskirts of, um, it's in Manila. But it's, it's super close to the uh, international airport. Okay. The Ninoy Aquino International Airport. And we lived in this one area called Baclaran. So if, you know, if you're Filipino, Baclaran is pretty much like, that's where like the market's at. That's where people go to shop. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about like, not, not farmer's market. I'm talking about like, you know, a little bit like three levels below that kind of market, right? Like they'd uh, have like old fish that you don't know yeah, if it's fresh? Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. And then we live in this um, community. Uh, it's called the Barangay. Barangay is um, a small section of like a... Like, a, like an area, um, like a, I'm sorry, like a small section of a city. Um, it's like a district. That's what it is. Okay. Like, so Barangay. So uh, we live in this, you know, I can, I still memorize my address from back home. It's 53B Bias Road, San Gregorio Village, Pasay City. That's literally the exact address. Did, did someone live there or huh? does your family member live there or? Yeah. Like, I don't know why I just have that address in my head. So. But you know who lives there now? No, I don't. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So well, I just called family. that person out. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> I did. Right. You should. We yeah. should send him some mail randomly. <laughs> I used to live there, dude. Um, but it's like, it's, you know, in in here when when you when you see slumming, you know, slumming or slums or, it really doesn't compare to how we grew up. I mean, we lived in an apartment, a two-story apartment building. Um, my parents were working. My dad was working for Philippine Airlines, and then my mom worked for the government. And then, so my Lola, my my grandma, uh, my my dad's uh, mom, Lola Nena, she was the one taking care of us. Well, I mean, if they, if they worked at like you know Philippines Airlines and the government, um, I mean, my perception of the slums isn't really the slums. Like, why would you? I mean, it's it's. I mean, I guess I wouldn't say slum, but it's compared to the living situations here you know um it's really like it's it's crazy so i'll tell you a story it when it would rain in where we live right there would be flood i I remember growing up as a kid like the like our house would be flooded like the first floor would be flooded Mm -hmm. and then i i just always remember my parents and my grandma would always have to put things outside and let it dry like that happened a lot and then i remember when i was growing up a little bit you, you know, we play outside all the time. Like we have our neighbors, which is, you know, our friends. Um, we literally would swim in the flood. Like that was a thing. 
you know now would you see like is it like it was sewer, sewer? You're like sewery yeah like, so you could see like feces like yeah like rats and stuff uh, yeah because we also live next we live close to like a river but it's like that's where you throw the trash you know like it's just a tr like a river full of trash Dude, there's no like system where someone picks up your trash or anything you uh no up. yeah yeah there's no like waste management picking oh. up your trash every tuesday you know there's nothing like that so, so that's that's literally where i grew up and then so i went to school at saint mary's academy in pasai uh, uh it's a catholic school catholic private school um and that's where you know i, I kind of learned how to play ball and stuff like that um i went there till sixth grade uh so i was uh, i think 11 or 12 till we be, before we moved here in the states but as far as like living there yeah that's where we live in in manila in pasai so you have a lot of cousins that i've met here like actual cousins uh-huh as well that's most of them so, so actually half of them half of that's only half or maybe cousins? like a third that's a lot of cousins yeah we have more so, so how many cousins do you have like in the philippines that are in the philippines like like when when you live there versus like the ones that moved here this louisiana is just already kind of kicking in dude really yeah we're only 10 minutes in i, I know shut up uh in the next like few minutes we're gonna have to upgrade sure to the uh the next wing but um yeah so how many how many cousins total do you have so on my dad's on my mom's side uh my nine tata had i think eight kids so, and my mom was the is the third oldest and i'm the third oldest out of all the cousins there uh you met you already met one of them queer jerome he, he came here remember yeah. yeah um so he's the oldest one out of all of us i think there's like because in here i mean you go you go to you go to my family parties right yeah i mean it's insane how big is it it's insane. i mean it's big it's insane. right like for for all you filipinos out there like you can relate how big our parties are right yeah it's insane and um so and you know with with that we i think i have with great grandkids from my grandparents i don't know like maybe first cousins alone like 40 40 yeah like like reaching 40 35 to 40. what the mm -hmm. that's like that's like you know us and then and then some of them had ki have kids already so those are my little nephews right so but in a grandparents you know status like that's my cousin so about 30 to 40 Dang. 35 to 40. and you only see like once like you only see maybe a third of them in here that's crazy but we're all close you you know so that's crazy yeah and they all have kids right now too yeah that's insane do you know do you know what the average age is in the philippines right now average age for what just population like po the entire population wise what the average uh, median age is i don't know it's 25. Do you know? oh okay that's pretty young that's really young for a yeah. country yeah and then um the fertility rate is like 2.5 oh, okay which is actually very very high so you guys just procreate yeah at a young age uh-huh <laughs> and then just keep growing i guess yeah so we're gonna move on to the next uh, wing here, as I asked. Okay, these, what's uh, what's the next wing? Next uh, question here, but the first one is uh, the second one is um, chili pepper sauce. That's all it says, and it has a little picture from mild to hot, and the pepper is seventy five percent red. Um, Are you sure you're going from like mildest to hottest? Yeah, bro? yeah, yeah. Because I mean, it depends on what pepper this is, right? This is probably a serrano pepper. I mean, 
uh, pretty small. So, as you are digging deep into the second wing here. Okay. I mean, the Louisiana wasn't hot. No, it was okay. I just felt a kick. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay, as you're taking the bite. So, which one is it? Is it this one? Or are we going oh, here? Oh, no, no. It's uh, is this one? Yeah. It looks red. Yeah. Yeah. Color doesn't have anything to do with it. I don't know. So... I'm sure as you were growing up, you were saying that you were playing uh, little games here and there. What are some street games that you would play out in the Hold Philippines? Hold on. <laughs> nah, that's not that bad. Um, so, we, we play a lot of marbles. Okay, what does that mean? Marbles, like, like marbles. You've never seen a marble before? I've seen marbles. Like, we call what, it, what do you play with marbles? We call it Jolin. No. Um, so there, there'd be like, I don't know, like you'd compete with your friend, you draw a circle and you try to like, like hit his marble out of the circle, you know, like something like that. That's, that's a marble game. Oh. One of the marble games. Oh. Do you remember Pogs? Yeah. Yeah. So we have that. In the Philippines? Yeah. Oh. That was a craze. Like we would go to the Sari Sari store, which is like a convenience store and we'd buy Pogs. And then we would play in front of the Sarah Sarah store with like a Coke and barbecue at our hands. Boom, Pogs, dude, you know? Like, you know how you smack it? Yeah. Yeah. Did you did you work over there? Did I work what? Did you ever work? At a Sarah Sarah store? No, 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 no. In the Philippines? No. At a young age? I mean, I helped my grandma's like um, little restaurant. So how did you get money? Oh, we didn't have money. And no, how did you get money to go buy some Pogs? My parents. They would just give it to you? Yeah, we had an allowance, you know? It was like, I think it's like 50 pesos like per week, you know, which is a dollar to convert it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, back in the day, it was like 25 pesos to a dollar. Now it's like 50 pesos to a dollar. Huh. Yeah. Um, but so we had that. And then um, we had this game called Patintero. Um, Patintero is a game where... It's kind of like you have, it's a very strategic game. You play with like, uh, it's like, it, it's hard for me to explain it. So you have like people trying to, it's two teams, right? If your team, if it's your turn, you have to pass like my team. We have to draw like lines on the street. Okay. And then one, one, one is like on the one line and one's in the middle. And then you got to get through like that obstacle pretty much. It's like an obstacle course. So your entire team has to go through us without getting tagged that's called patintero okay. yeah is it just playing in the philippines uh um, i mean I, that's our version right i don't know if, if there other countries have other versions of it and then we have agawan base agawan base is pretty much capture the flag okay yeah so uh when it's funny when we came here the church that me and my siblings went to in fullerton uh ccf of oc shout out to you guys um <laughs> You know, we, I, I love the fact that, you know, we met people, like we met our friends that are, you know, true heart and soul Filipinos that kept the culture. And we were playing that like during church, like after, not during church, but after church, you know, we would play Agawan bass. You know, it's pretty much like you're trying to tag the other, the other bass. And then, you know, if you tag it, you win, you know? So um, it's a fun game. It's funny. I think uh, I'll suggest to my cousins the next time we all get together, we'll play it. We'll play it outside. Yeah, it's because it's super fun. Are there any like, like hand games that you would play? Because I know in Korea we'd have like hand games. Yeah, we had. I, I forgot the uh, like some of the hand games. What we had. Um, uh, what else did we play? 
uh, like the Chinese garter game. What is that? Uh, you know, like that white Chinese garter. Um, shoot, I forgot. What it, you've never played it before? No, I was gonna ask you to teach me a Filipino game so we play it. Like right now? Yeah. Um, I can't really remember like any hand games. I know some yeah. Korean games that we. Can oh play. yeah. Okay. <laughs> on the on the next one when yeah, it's about yeah. you, we'll, we'll, we'll yeah, do that. We'll do yeah. Some Korean games. Okay. Okay, so we're gonna move on to the third uh, wing here. That one's not bad. That one's not bad. This one has a picture of a tiger. It's called Tiger Sauce. Oh, starting to get starting to get real. Tiger Sauce. Um, that was more sweet. The the second one was more sweet. Yeah, it got a little sweet, sweet spice to it too. Uh huh. Um, this one just says shake well before using try me. Okay. So I feel like you give me weak. Uh, yeah, let's see. We'll see. Because we are moving up. We are moving up. Remember, this is just the, the third one that we're going into. Okay, so it's uh, that one, third one right above that second one there. <laughs> Let me know if you get a little kick off of this one. Sorry. <clears throat> it's a little messy, but yeah, go ahead. Okay. So uh, you said that you went to school out in the Philippines, what's um, what's the differences between going to school or were there any differences between going to school out in the Philippines versus here? Well, I was I was only there till like this sixth grade. I was very upset, by the way, at my parents. Why? Because they didn't tell us we were actually going to stay here. You wanted to live in the Philippines? Mm-hmm. So quick story. I was in sixth grade. I was going to make the sixth grade basketball team. Like I was prepping during the fifth grade. I remember this, dude. I, I will always hold this against my mom and dad because I was supposed to make the basketball team and I was going to start and then I was going to come back with all my friends, right? Like we were, we had a, we had a squat, you know, uh-huh. we come here. I thought we were only going to stay here for two weeks in San Francisco with my, to visit my, our grandparents. Okay. And my mom drops the hammer. Uh, enough. We're going to stay here. Okay. What? I was crying, dude. I was crying, dude. So you're saying that you couldn't make the basketball team here? No, that's not what I. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying <laughs> Is that what you're implying. I was obviously excited to go back home because I was gonna play with my friends, and I was very upset. My mom knows. My mom knows. I'm still upset. So you weren't good enough to play here in the U.S. Oh, is what best believe. Check out my Instagram. Uh, you see the highlights. Uh, I, I. There was a highlight of you guarding me, and then uh, I did a turnaround, and uh, you know, I mean, just saying. I'm just gonna look at the camera and say there's a lot of editing involved. Oh yeah, okay. With, uh, makes the basketball. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ooh, okay. A so lot of editing. It spends bit. an entire day uh-huh. uh, editing. Um, but so you said you only went there for a little bit. But were there any differences that you noticed between the two? Uh, we wore uniforms. We didn't have to wear uniforms here. So you went to like a, a pr- private uh, school. private school, Catholic private school. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty common though, right? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's pretty common over there, okay. you know. Um, and then they talk English there, obviously. Um, I don't really remember much. Uh, you know, all I, all I know is I went to school. My first school was in uh, in here, uh, Carr Middle School in Santa Ana. Um, we stayed a few months in San Francisco, and then we moved to Inland Empire, and then we moved to uh, Santa Ana. My parents found a job in Santa Ana, and then that was my first school. In the hood of Santa Ana. Hmm. Car. I was gonna go to Modern Day too. You're gonna go where? I was gonna go to Modern Day. Modern Day? 
high school, and then we moved to South County. See, I, I don't know any of the colleges or the high schools oh, yeah. or, or colleges. Mar-a-Day was like a, it's a big basketball school. But you wouldn't have gone on the team. I would have gone on the team. I would have gone on the team. Uh, I, I don't even know why we're even discussing this. Cause, cause, I would have gone on the team. I would have made the NBA. Because you didn't. At least the PBA. You didn't. <laughs> <laughs> PBA? Yeah. The, the, Phil- P- the Pee Wee Basketball League? No, Philippine Basketball Association. Shout come, out PBA. Come on, man. <laughs> Sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you his edited highlights. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. so was uh, basketball the only other sport that you played in the Philippines? Uh, yeah. Like I when mean, you went to school? That's, that's yeah, that was like the, the main sport. You didn't play any other sports or were there any other sports that you could have played? Uh, no, that was, that was like, the only sport I wanted to play. You didn't partake in your traditional martial arts? Oh uh, no, I did not. Well, I did. I did Taekwondo back home. My that's, dad, that's 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 my tradition. Yeah. Well, I know. I'm saying like my dad put me in a Taekwondo class. I remember that. He so, said, he's like, son, I don't want you to learn the Filipino yeah. one. That was tight though. I remember that. I want a Taekwondo <laughs> you can use, class? You yeah. can learn the Taekwondo one. Yeah, I remember that. So no other sports at all. No. Mm-hmm. Did you just? Nope. Just. Uh, you didn't even eat it, like, oh my gosh! See, dude, what did you do? Spice dude, you're lucky that the laptop is hiding the chicken. You, you gotta eat the chicken. We gotta eat the entire chicken. Come on. The chicken is good. Is the chicken good? Yeah. Is it a little spicy? A little, a little bit. A little bit of a kick. Yeah. Okay. Well then, um, we are going to spice things up. Um, and we're going to take a little break and when we come back, we're going to go into the next three chicken wings and then talk about Miggs' life actually uh, migrating over to the States to see if it was any different or not and what he had to adjust to. So when we come back, hopefully in this second episode, you'll start seeing water boogers coming out of his nose. It's not going to happen. And we're out. You are listening to Kickspot. You are listening to Kickspot. And we're back. <laughs> All right. So... Um, you know, b- during the first episode, we had talked about Migs's life in the P- Philippines. And as we were talking about his life in the Philippines, we were also doing a spicy wing challenge for him just to make things interesting. So uh, the first three spices, failing. Migs, what did you think? It's failing. It's failing. Okay, so I'm excited because the next three... <laughs> It's gonna be a little bit more intense, okay? It's gonna be me. (laughs) So uh, before I start asking you questions about your life and and your adjustment uh, moving from the Philippines to the US, we're gonna start off with the first wing. So this is technically the fourth wing. And this is from my country. Oh, snap. Of Korea. Okay. Gochujang. The Gochujang? Now, if you say Gochurong. Gochujang. If you say Gochurong, it could either mean penis Oh, shut up. Or it could mean pepper. So how do you say... I'm you not s- going to teach you so that you can just ask for no, it at the grocery store. Because I'm like, can I get some Joe Chizong? And they're like, what? <laughs> yeah, just go in the store and say No, that. I'm not doing that. I want you to ask the ajimas in the stores. No, I'm not asking the ajimas hey, in the store. Hey, what aisle is the... Uh, <laughs> the ghost jong? <laughs> All right, so this is the uh, the Korean. So it's the gochujang. This is the... The gochujang. Yes. Am I saying it right? I don't want to say the wrong thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay, this is it. Gochu. What is it? Go. 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 Go? Like G-O. If you say that, that's penis. Okay, so go. <laughs> this is what's so funny because a lot of people can't pronounce it. So how it. do you pronounce so it? So they, they always say it like penis. So gochujang. So the, 
the pepper is gochu. Gochu. Go. Go. And then the penis is gochu. That's the same thing. No. Okay, I'll, I'll say I'll say back to back, right? Gochu. I don't be want to be eating no gochu. 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 Dude, I can't. You're just saying I can't. You're dude. just saying penis to me the entire time. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. All right. So if you guys are listening, it's either kochu, which is pepper, or kochu, which is penis. So hopefully I you guys say the right thing. If you're pepper. gonna go get the right pepper, I'm gonna eat this kochu jang. <laughs> <laughs> go eat that penis pepper. Okay, go for it. <laughs> I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting. It's a, it's a little it bit is, of a it is, Oh my God. It is <laughs> so this is a, it's like a paste. It is a paste. So this paste is in a lot of Korean foods. Actually, it's probably in majority of the spicy um, Korean foods that are out there. Um, and they use this also in a lot of the Korean like uh, chicken wings with like different like garlic and all, all right, that flavors. one. That one hit me. So, right so okay. So that one hit me right now. So remember that is a fourth one. That is the fourth one, and so we're moving on up. And that you're only halfway through, so congratulations, you've already done the four, uh, the first four, and then the last four. The back end is gonna be a little bit more intense. Oh my god! So going into it, as you are trying to digest the spice, there, um, obviously your transition over to actually, I mean, so how how did you even your mom like took you here from San or to San Francisco? How did you guys end up staying? Like, I don't get that. So my dad was already here. My dad was already here. He was already working. And then um, I think they had like a plan, like a secret plan that they were, we were going to stay here regardless. Okay. <laughs> they weren't, they weren't going to tell us. Um, so like who, who moved here? So me, my sisters and my brother. Okay. Um, my dad was already here. And then we moved to San Francisco. We stayed at my Inai and Tata's um like very nice like retirement home okay uh in vallejo you could stay in a retirement home yeah with my grandpa my grandparents dude remember when we went to vallejo yeah when we we're trying to do the um our food truck mm -hmm. plant and i told you i was like hey i'm trying to figure out where my grandparents used to live yeah before we went to go grab the uh um the food up in the bay yeah up in the no, bay no, yeah and so we were like we were there so we stayed there for about a few months and i i believe um, I believe my, my mom found a spot or either my dad found a job. Um, so we ended up moving to, I believe Rancho Cucamonga and so we stayed at my dad's cousin's place. Um, we had like a room, you know, it's the six of us over there. And then from there we moved to, so my parents, I think found like a caregiving job in Santa mm -hmm. Ana. Okay. Um, so they were taking care of these, um, these kids that had special needs mm. um but they were staying at a you know all of them were staying at a house and it was kind of cool experience so we were all in one room it was just like the six of us um yeah it was kind of nuts um you know we had bunk beds um we had you know we didn't know any better right because like we thought i mean we were living way better here than we were already in the philippines okay you know uh we had more opportunities here uh, and then we were trying to figure out if we were going to go to school. So, and then my parents enrolled us or enrolled me to uh, car intermediate in Santa Ana. That's my first school. Okay. I was in, uh, I was in, I was in sixth grade for like a month. 
And then my transcripts came and they said, oh yeah, he's smart enough. We're gonna go ahead and send him a seventh grade. Dang, they took you back to preschool? Yeah, something like that. Uh, and then, uh, and then, so they, so they upgraded me to seventh grade, and then we, um, we moved to South County, Orange County. Okay. And then I went to Los Alisos. Uh, shout out Lobos. <laughs> <laughs> seventh, you know, seventh grade, seventh and eighth grade, middle school. I was there. Okay. And then I went to Mission High School. Okay. Yeah. So then, your dad was here, but your mom uh, wouldn't be a citizen. Uh huh. Right. So your mom wasn't a citizen. You weren't a citizen. None of us. None, none of you guys were citizens. They, were, they found work. And then fast forward, you guys are all still here. So, <laughs> can you can you paint the pic? Like it's a long story. Long story short. Um, oh my gosh, I'm like nervous. Stop. And like that thing that Coach you know, Jung is like. Before we get into that, let's just go into another one here. Then no. Okay, so the next one over here is the um, jalapeno pepper hot sauce. Is it this one right here? That is correct. That is the next one. And on the spice level, it is at the 90% of this pepper hot sauce. So. Starting to feel it, bro. So. Let's get it. Let's get it. And I think I had this one. I think it kicks in a little bit later for this one. Great. <laughs> I think this one kicks in a little That's bit. That's the best one. Yeah. Um, sorry. What was your question? So, I mean, if like I said, fast forward the clock, you guys are all still here. So, <laughs> just look at your facial expression. Um, how are you all here? Well, um, our immigration status took forever. Um, I mean, I was, you know, right now I think out of all of us, I'm the only one that's a citizen. Uh, but you know. My sisters, they're all permanent resident and are about to get their citizenship shortly here. Okay. Um, so, my story is a little bit different. Um, back in college. Um, in nursing school? Yeah, nursing school <laughs> okay. with Audrey and Leigh. Um, okay. I was going out with like my ex and then... Um, so long story short, uh, she helped me out with, uh, my citizenship. So we got married. Uh, so I'm a divorcee, you know, that's actually kind of cool to say divorcee. Um, dang, did you get a divorce party? No, so I, that's like a new thing right now. Right. No, 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 that's no, a no, hot really. topic. Um, long story short, it didn't work out. Uh, but she ended up helping me okay. with, um, with, with my situation because I, I think where around when I was 18, like I, I wasn't able to, like, I didn't have a, you know, I wasn't working, um, all these lawyer fees to get all of us, um, naturalized was literally eating up like my parents' wallets. So, you know, she helped me out. God bless her soul. Thank you so much. Um, but at the same time, you know, again, it didn't work out. I got mine like two to three years after that. Uh, almost got deported too. And then did you really? Yeah, yeah. We shouldn't show for the interview, so <laughs> like <laughs> shouldn't show for up. one of the interviews. So yeah. I was like, dang, dude, like, what am I gonna do? You know? Yeah. And then so we had to switch attorneys, all this stuff. Dang. Uh, we had to prove that the marriage was in good faith. We were able to do that. Um, 
So that's how I got mine. And then now I'm pretty much petitioning my dad. So my dad's going through me for his citizenship, which should be done like within the year or so. And then my parents and my mom and my, my sisters and my brother, theirs is going to be done like this year or next year. So did you, so you didn't work at all? Like before, before your citizenship? I did. How did oh, you, you want to you know what my first job was in the States? What? I was dishwasher at this Filipino store off of Merlin's and uh, I'm sorry, off of El Toro and um, El Toro and Raymond. Yeah, right there on, on in Lake Forest. I was literally a dishwasher. I was just in the back. I was 16 because mm. I, I just needed some funds. My dad talked to the owner. She's like, yeah, he can come in. Literally, I, the worst job I've ever had. Really? As a dishwasher? <laughs> yeah. Well, and then I would also cut like the chicken's head and stuff so they could cook it. Yeah, I would do that, dude. It was crazy. Is it live chicken? Yeah. Like, no, not live, but like I would skin it, you know. I was 16, bro. Yo, is that why you like chicken so much? No, that's not what I Dude, like you chicken love so chicken. Ooh, that thing is, is kicking in right now. You're going to eat bit. the entire thing. No, I don't. Yeah. No. Oh. Um, that was my first job. And then... After that, I worked at a boba place, Tapioca Express. Yeah, that's you know that was tight. <laughs> so they Filipino owned as well. Okay, so they just let you work. Well, no, um, I think I went in there. I was like, hey, can I just work here? And they, they they're like, okay. Yeah, it was part time. Got it. Um, I think I was going through high school. Oh, real talk though, I don't know if I should say this, but I was working for, I was working for a few. Um, Shoe companies. I, I will not say the uh, company name. <laughs> Without a social back in the day, just oh, so I can get yeah. money. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. So it's ironic because you're drinking boba and eating chicken today, and those are the two things that you were doing right. before. That's that's insane. And then so after you got your citizenship, what was? Did you start working after that? Like, what was your goal? Like, were you trying to get into nursing or? Um, well, to be honest, right, right when I got it, right when I got naturalized, I was in our business. So I, when I right when I got my green card, um, I could I could legally work after that. Mm -hmm. Right when I got my green card. Yeah. Right. And then, so I got my green card, and then I think I, where did I work? Um, oh, I started working for Kenneth Cole. I started working for um, Johnson and Murphy. Just as a sales rep? Yeah, just like as, as a sales rep, right? Um, so that was like my first real, you know, kind of intro to fashion, right? Mm -hmm. That's why I'm like so bougie. And then, wow. I'm scared. And then, um, so I did that. And then I just a bunch of sales, sales job. And then I landed um, Teddy's office okay. in, uh, in Orange, doing, uh, doing door to door, AT&T. Okay. And then I was like the number two rep in the country within my first month. That was tight. Okay. Yeah. I, you remember they would, uh, what was that magazine that they would release? The Leaders Magazine. The Leaders Magazine. I saw my name like number two. I was like, that's lit. And I was like a brand new kid, did not know anything, you know? Closing accounts, like switching like DSL lines to like the new internet, right? Like yeah. I, that was nuts. And fiber then, optic fiber, network. Fiber optic network. And then, um, so did that. Um, and then, yeah, and then and my goal was just to really, for me, just so I could provide for myself because I, I, I got tired kind of relying on my parents, even though they still help me out a lot. Um, financially, mm -hmm. you know, 
in all honesty, I think I had to rely on them more when I was working in that industry <laughs> more than ever. Really? <laughs> I could see that. You know, when we were in, when we moved to LA, that's what happened. I c- I could see yeah. that. I yeah. can see that. So, were there any challenges from you moving from, you know, there and then like, or moving here and adjusting to like the changes here, or was it just like, just a kind of normal process for you? Uh, it was tough. I mean, moving here, making friends was tough. Um, like, what was tough about that? It, because my English was not as good. Like you would say, butter finger. <laughs> Yes, I would say butter pink. Right. Like, well, yeah, like I was a fob. If that's what you want to say. What yes. time is it, Migs? Yeah, it's ten thirty. Eight forty-five. Yeah, butter pinker yeah. time. So, so I would do that, right? And yeah, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't easy to make friends just because I was from out of the country. I wasn't immersed in the you know social norm of of the schooling here. Um, I didn't really meet. I was very shy. I was very shy in sixth grade. I was very shy in seventh grade. I was, I was really shy like middle school. Mm. Um, I think I got a little bit out of my shell in high school when, you know, you started kind of playing ball with some of the guys, right? You know, the LTBs. We we used to call ourselves the lunchtime ballers. You know, wow. yeah, LTBs. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Acronym for everything. Yeah, Frank would know. He went to the same high school I did. Was so. he part of it? Uh, yes, he was. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Um, but so that's pretty much it. And yeah, it was, you know, assimilating here and, and making friends. I think for me, it's harder, was harder than it was for, for Jet, for Yana, and for Jello. You know, because I was already kind of older, right? Like, I didn't have anything established. They could have, they were establishing their friendships as a young as younger kids than I was. Yeah. Um, you know, my first friend, Nick, my first, I think one of my first Filipino friends was Romel. You know? Oh, really? Yeah. Um, yeah, first day of like basketball camp, freshman year. That's how, you know, that's how we met. Oh. Um, and then from there throughout high school, you know, like we were very, very good friends throughout high school and, you know, even past that, even now, right? So, um, but yeah, it was, it was, it was tough because, you know, it, it's like you're trying to find your identity in high school, right? Mm. And we had no social media back in the day. Yeah, yeah. So really interacting with people was kind of like your key in. Like you you still had like the popular kids, right? And if you weren't an athlete, you weren't really that popular. And that was very, very important. Now it's completely different. I feel like high school now, everyone's a little bit more accepting because you can see what people are doing on social. You're more open. Yeah. So it's, it's a little bit easier now i think to understand people more than it was when you and i were going to high school yeah i remember my cousins like coming uh to uh america and one of the things that they found tough was like ebonics like you know when people were like what's up they'd be like huh yeah <laughs> yeah exactly. looking up like what do you mean <laughs> yeah i'll tell you one story you know how you know like the like the normal dap here yeah like the the hand and then the pound. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know what that was. Yeah, yeah. I remember some kid were trying to do it to me. I'm like, okay, like I, I didn't know. I didn't Why is know. Why this guy caressing my hands? Yeah, I got it. <laughs> you know, normally it's just like a high fiber. Uh, what's up, right? Yeah. Um, but not, not that. You know. So the first time I learned it, I thought it was cool. Like, oh, he actually did that. You know. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Huh. Is are there any uh, things like traditionally that you still do 
that you, you brought over from the Philippines? Well, back home, uh, one of the main traditions that we have was every New Year, we would spend it at our um, grandparents' house in Batangas. It's a province in, you know, northern Luzon. That's my grandparents had like this big house and we would all go there for New Year. And that was like my favorite time of the year because I get to see my cousins. We get to play super late. We get to run around. They had a big forest back like at their house, yeah. you know, when we come visit, well, I mean, we're going to go there, you know, yeah. and that was just like that time like that we look forward to. And my cousins could tell you the same thing. Like they look forward to like seeing everybody in news. And we had this picture as kids, like we're all lined up together, like as cousins. And like they, they took the picture. Jet was like still like a baby, mm-hmm. you know, because him, uh, him and Jaya were like the youngest ones. So, but yeah, that was like the tradition that I think my parents, our parents brought back here. So every new year, you know, we would still celebrate it like that. It's just a little bit tougher now because everyone has significant others. So you kind of have to spend time. You're gonna have to half it, you know, with your significant other's family and stuff like that. So it's not as easy now as it was when we were kids. But yeah, but my, my parents, our parents, like, you know, and my titos and titas, they, they do a really good job coming here and keeping that family culture to get everybody together like every every year. So um, we're gonna uh, move on to the next wing and I, w- I wanna go more in depth on that. Um, so this will be the last one during the episode here, and it is. Um, you want to put a little bit more? It doesn't seem like. Oh uh, no, nah, nah, you're good. I'm gonna have you take a bite, and then I'll tell you what it is. <laughs> it's from Yucatan Sunshine. Um, I'll just leave that there. It's got a little bit of a vinegary-ish taste to it. No spice. No spice at all. I don't know if you put enough, but just just eat that entire thing, and then. Uh... I'm just waiting for it. Damn it, dude! Did it creep up? I don't know yet. Nothing. Nothing's happening. Okay, let me just put a little dab on that then. It's supposed to creep up. Okay, that's good. Do you not taste it? No. You're extremely lucky. <laughs> what? All right, well, that was uh, Yucatan Sunshine. Um, Wanna add more? <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'm just like hungry. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Crazy. Oh, well, 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 well. Just take a look at that then. I can smell it. It's so weird. Oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, that, that. <laughs> okay, so it's very shocking. So that was habanero pepper. Okay. Um, and so, uh, obviously you're almost done with this challenge. <laughs> uh, there's two more left at the very end and hopefully there's enough on the other oh two. Um, cause it's going to get, um, you know, a little, little bit more, uh, <laughs> you're sweating a little bit. looks like, um, oh 
But uh, yeah, um, what you know, you you mentioned that you uh, were your your family gathers um, often. Yeah. Um, but are there any things that you do like traditionally, like when you do gather together? Well, I'd like to start with playing the games again. That'd be tight. What games? Like the street games. Oh no. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I mean, is there anything you, if you really want to, you know, be stereotypical traditional? I mean, we have karaoke. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've seen. Uh, yo, you've seen it. I don't know if I've seen you guys do karaoke yet. You've. You were there like last year at uh, Christmas. I don't. I don't think I saw karaoke there. Oh, the um, the 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 chair game. That's the tradition the that we okay. brought it back. Yeah. Um. Um. Just tell us about the chair game. So. Um. You go around like, you know, there's like, let's say five chairs. You go around the music place. And then once the music stops, you try to sit on the chair and whoever doesn't sit on the chair, you know, loses. And, and then, so, and then you take out another chair after that until you just get to one last chair. So you guys, if, if you're the last two, just like what happened last year, was it you? Yeah. It was you and my sister, right? Yeah. Um, so you guys were going around the chair. I was playing the, I was the DJ, and then I stopped the song, and then you guys run to the other side of that, like the, you know, the living room, and try to sit on that last chair. Yeah. So it's like it's like a, a musical chairs. It's, it is musical chairs. But the only difference is they gamble. <laughs> yeah, we ha we have money on. They have money on the line, so yeah. I really wanted to win. <laughs> the gel gel one. No, no. Did you win? No. no. Oh, so was it Arjun? I think our yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. I almost, almost yeah. won. It was my first uh, year doing that, and I almost made that was so extra fun. money. That was hilarious. Um, and there was another, uh, another game that you you played too. Uh huh. Had to do with money. What was it? Oh, my mom just like has this like game where, um, I think she she draws, like she'll, uh, <laughs> so at the start of like every Christmas, she'll write out everyone's names. And then as the night goes on, she'll pick out a name from from the hat and then she'll go just she'll give a description about who that person is. And then whoever like I think it's if you get called, you're out of the game. Yeah. And and until like the last maybe uh, three to five people, then those are the people that get money. Yeah. Obviously, the last one gets the most money. But it's just so funny because my my mom's like description of the person that she picks out it's, it's just hilarious yeah that, yeah. that's something that I'll, i will always remember I, I thought that was like an interesting way because it, it not only are you like you know gambling i mean it, it's fun but you're giving a description your mom's giving like the most hilarious description <laughs> right like that i just i just won't she, and forget. she like she like yells like right like, like yeah. let's say she pulls your name right yeah. like you're the first one. Ah! <laughs> oh, i know this person yeah, yeah. <laughs> i know this person and um hold on hold on this person is, um, it's Mick's best friend. <laughs> okay, it's Gino. It's Gino Park. Like, you know, like. She tries to make it mysterious. So I know. Are guessing I, it's like the funniest so, thing. Yeah. And it's like, you know, we're all playing, we're all drinking. I say, okay, guys, guys, hold on, get together. Hold on, I'm gonna pull another name. Pulls another name. Ah! <laughs> oh my god! This person is. My daughter, <laughs> I have two of them, but so you have to you have to pick and choose which one it is, okay? Like that's my mom right there, right? Oh, geez. yo, it's like the funniest thing, bro. Yeah, yo, that thing is killing me right now. That's hilarious. Uh, 
Dude, she makes me laugh. She uh, makes me smile every time I see her. Oh, you just saw her like a but, few days ago. Yeah, we just saw her a few days ago, and I just had to ask her. Uh, uh, she she told me that she wanted Migs to be a nurse. Oh, God. And I said, Mama, are you proud of him, though? And she goes, yeah. There's <laughs> a little bit of a question. I was like, you wish he was a nurse, huh? And she goes, yeah, I want him to be a nurse. And I started She still want, yeah. I was like, man, that's not going to happen, oh, you know? dying. Oh, man. You really asked her that? Yeah. Oh, snap. I didn't know. I was, like, too busy. Like You, eating. you were editing your uh, <laughs> sports highlights. Oh, yeah, I was. I was, yeah. Oh, man. All right, Meg. So when we come back, obviously we got to do the last two. And if you thought that was spicy, we got two more for you. I'm excited to give you these two. Um, but uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about you know Migs at his current state, what he's doing, and then what his future plans are. Peace. You are listening to Kickspot. You are listening to Kickspot. Is this getting hotter? All right, Migs. It is getting hotter. So we got two more wings left. Okay. And uh, it's our final part, right? Like I'm, I'm Gucci after this. This one, I actually enjoy this. This one, um, it's like uh, you enjoy. You're gonna enjoy me suffering from it, or do you actually like it? Like you actually like this. I, I actually like this one out of all of them. Okay. So okay. I'm gonna have you take a bite, and I'll let you know what it is as you are taking a bite. Take a sniff first. Take a sniff. Yeah, it's and strong. let me <laughs> let me know what you think. Okay. So this one is called Mexico. Lindo. And it's a salsa, actually. It's a salsa habanero. Rojo. Red sauce. Even though it looks a little orange. It's orange. Yep. So, can you describe to the audience what that tastes like? Tastes like habanero. <laughs> Is it spicy? Yeah. <laughs> Is it hitting you now? Yeah. Oh. oh my god. And just, oh. And just. <laughs> oh. And you Oh my gosh. And you were complaining about. Oh. You're complaining on, about the other ones. I was trying oh. to. I was trying to ease you. Oh. In. Ah. Oh, hold on. Dude, you're sweating. Oh my gosh. Your face is glistening. Wow. Yo, I'm not even joking. That's real. It just got real. Part three just got real. Dude. Oh, dude. oh my gosh. I should have not eaten the entire chicken. <coughs> oh, snap. What is that? This is right here. It's the uh, uh, Mexico oh. Lindo salsa. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not even like Rojo. exaggerating like how I'm feeling. Oh man. So I I, I uh, had Hawaiian food today and I like doused my all my like food. So what's that. your question? Yeah. So let's get into it as as we're speaking here. Um actually let me let me ask you this question. So um I know that you obviously live here now, but let's say that you were to live um, in the Philippines, and you were, you went back after you came back, um, went to San Francisco. Your parents said, "Okay, we're move, we're going back to the Philippines." What do you think your life would have been like living in the Philippines? Not this hot. It would have been pretty hot. <laughs> yeah, climate-wise. Um, whoo, hold on, sorry, and I'm trying to answer this question as quickly as I can, as as my mouth is 
on fire right now. And for any everybody that knows me, I, I don't do spices a lot. So, a lot, like ever. So this is like ever. I am like feeling it right here, dude. <laughs> is it? What is that? I, I don't know what senses those are. <laughs> I am like, like I'm feeling it right here. On the side of your cheeks? Yeah, like I'm feeling it like, oh my gosh. Um, how my life would be different. Um, so I want to highlight the fact that my parents made a sacrifice as a lot of Asian American parents have had sacrificed to make anyone that came from Korea, Indonesia, Philippines, Vietnam, Thailand, wherever you were made sacrifices for their kids to have a better life. So shout out mama and papa. Um, you know, you guys gave us <laughs> the, you know, the, the life that we have now. And I, I saw them work very hard. And if there's one thing I, I took away from my parents is, is definitely the value of work ethic, you know, as, as an ama Asian American parents that didn't really have much that had to rely on certain family members that were here that had to rely on uh, friends that were they were making here. I uh, barely spoke English. You know, we were living in, again, we were living in one room, the six of us, you know? And there was one point where we lost our apartment and we were living in hotels with my aunt, uncle, and our cousins. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I told you we lived in a mobile home yeah. back in the day. I, I didn't even know that. And then like, you know, our cousins would live with us too. Right, so that's why we're super close because like we 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 struggled together, uh, and we came up together, which is tight, right? But I think my life would be a little bit different. I I don't think I'd be able to do something like this. Um, I don't think I'd. I would. I don't know. I, just because I I just have this like entrepreneurial mindset. So maybe I could have made it. Maybe I, I probably would have made it. But I don't I don't know to what extent. Yeah. Right. Um. You know, being in America, it, it teaches you a lot because there's a stigma back home. Whew, there's a stigma back home where, you know, if they see social media and they think we're living the, like the lavish life. Yeah. But what sometimes my when I go home and I tell my cousins like like we like we like bust our ass like every day. Yeah. Like we don't we don't just you know and they do too, you know and. We obviously, as far as like living situations stuff, like you could definitely say that we we have it a little bit better here. But I mean, I've come home recently and I've gone to like my cousin's house. And I'm like, man, all right, cool. You guys are you guys are doing well, you know. Yeah. Um, but it, at the same time, I, I do have family members that you know some of them are not doing as well as, as others, right? And and we try to help them out. We try to support them. We pray for them. But I, I think I think I'll be all right if I would have stayed there. But I don't think I would be able to do the stuff that I wanted to do like this. But I, and, and what are those things? Like, you know, start start businesses. It, I think it would take a while because financially they don't pay you as much back home as you as I'm finan financially getting over here in the United States. So, again, and I'm, I'm going to say this, like for all Asian Americans that have grown up here that came from other countries and have gone through the struggle. Our parents that brought us here had to work hard, 
right to give us a better life like use hey you guys need to use that to fuel you to to just do things uh like at a hundred percent better than what you guys are doing now yeah like you need to you need to always be thankful for your parents you know as, as much as sometimes like you don't understand where they're coming from be thankful always be mindful of the, the stuff that they did for you that they did for your brothers and sisters your cousins how they you know brought you guys up and always be thankful call them say i love you visit them do all that stuff because they they work hard to 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 get you where you're at and my parents worked hard to get me and my three siblings to get to where we're at you know? yeah even like the the times that i felt like i had it bad I, I couldn't even imagine what it would be like to move to a different country, not speak the language, and then nobody really wants to hire you because you, you are an immigrant, you don't know how to speak the language, so you have to try to start a business, and, you know, that's that's a struggle in itself, and as yeah. much as I've complained about, you know, life in general and, and how things are unfair, I just look at how, you know, my parents or any other immigrant family moved over here and what struggles that they had to go through, so... Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Now you can like use apps and stuff to like convert like your translations and all th- all that. So I know. It's man, crazy. It was it was harder back in the day. Um, and, and speaking of being broke, <laughs> uh, we had our sit, uh, challenges living together. Uh, in Los <laughs> Kimchi Angeles. for a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were living off of nothing. Um, yeah. So what was your? I mean, why did you go door to door? I mean, you. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. <laughs> like. I didn't know what that business was. Danny took me out, and then I just like how he he closed like two apps like early that day, and then I was like, "Oh, this is easy." <laughs> but I didn't really know how the business was. Yeah. But you know, I, I think it was like I, I I it was like that morning meeting, right? Like they suck you in. Yeah. That morning, like that Monday morning motivational meeting, is what kind of what sucks people in, mm-hmm. and you go, "I want to be part of that group." and it, it just like moved you but the the struggle of going door to door with no leads 100 percent commission job for three and a half years damn, that was a struggle and yeah. but it taught you a lot it taught you to have it taught me it taught me how to have a thick skin the biggest thing it taught me is it, it taught me how to build relationships it taught me how to think quick it taught me how to how to read a person in a situation in an instant so you can adapt on how you're going to have conversation with that person. So that's what it really taught me. Besides the work ethic, because you had to figure out how you're going to eat that week. Because 100% commission, if you don't sell anything, then you don't get paid, right? Yeah. Um, so that's what it taught me. Yeah. And we were living like super broke when we were living in LA. Like, like how broke you say? Like broke, broke double broke yeah i would agree with that i had a honda civic with the fire sticker on the side remember that the green honda civic yeah that i bought for yeah. like 800 bucks because yeah. that's all i could afford and then they stole the stereo <laughs> remember i think the first week they they like somebody jacked the stereo and then somebody told me you know uh honda civics are the most uh stolen car in the united states of america <laughs> it's like oh that's great <laughs> Not in the Philippines. Yeah, but why would they steal my mine? It's got like a fire sticker on the side. 
Mine's ugly because it was fire. <laughs> and speaking of fire, we're gonna move on to the next wing here. Oh no, this is the this last, is the wing. last wing. Last wing. This is the last wing. Um, and um, I will not tell you what this is yet, but oh my gosh, let me just let you know that when I was trying this, um, did you cry? I, no, I didn't. I didn't cry. But when I, it, I, you just know when it's spicy, when when you turn it right and it doesn't move. What do you mean? You know, it's it's more of like a it's a slow movement. Usually slow movement, thick sauces. What is um, um what is that? Uh, what's the spice um level um term called? The I don't know. I, I know what you're talking about, but it I, starts with a K. Kogo or some something like that. I don't. You know, know what I'm talking about. I, I know what you're talking okay. about, but I I don't know what this is. Um, but. It is a product of South Africa. That's all I'm going to tell you right now. That's great. If you want to take a bite. No, I don't. <laughs> if you want to take a bite so I can move on to my next question here. Yeah, I might not even answer the question. Oh my gosh. I can smell You should dude, not I smell just, it. I just smell it. You shouldn't smell it. I'm like not even taking like a big bite. <laughs> and he is... What kind of weak... What kind of weak bite is that? That is a, a weak bite. I already feel it, bro. I already feel it. So describe describe to the audience what, what that tastes like. I don't know yet. It hasn't hit me. Okay, well, then you should just start eating the entire thing. It's like you're waiting for it to hit you. It's like you're thinking really, really hard. Oh, crap. Look, it just hit. Yeah, just the moment that it hits your brain. Oh. Oh, this serious. <laughs> I could feel it in the back of my nose. Like, I could feel it, like, in my throat. Oh. Oh, it's like in the, it's at the bottom of my tongue. All right, so what's... What's uh, <coughs> what? What's Mix's passions? What, what do you not spicy food? You're not supposed to drink water. You know that, right? I don't know. I'm. I can't think. Water makes it oh. worse. Bro, it's like. Oh, that's spicy. Oh, that's hot. Oh, yo. <laughs> Save me. <laughs> What's your question? So what what are your passions? Uh, like now? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, trying to get over this? <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Like, oh, I think I just have a... <laughs> I can't think. I'm gonna try to answer this question. Uh, what it, must, a, it must be really bad if you can't think of uh, your passions right now. Dude, my mouth is watering. Oh. I can like feel it again in my face. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I've never seen anybody say I can that. Feel it like right here. Dude. I've never seen anybody say that. I can oh. feel it in my face. Ooh, um, passions. Yeah. So, um, 
I'm passionate about. I'm, I'm, I really am passionate about meeting goals. <sighs> Whether it be from my nine to five job to kickspot to investments to family to friendships, I am passionate about meeting goals. That's what I'm passionate about. That's what I'm passionate about because I can feel it right here. Is this, that's a passion And like right here. Yes. And I'm not even playing. I'm shaking, dude. Bro, I can, I, my ear is like, I can feel it in my ear. <laughs> Next question. Uh, so what are your goals as the co-host of Kicks Butt? My goal is for us to not do this again. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I, I want us to be, I want us to be one of the main platforms and I want us to be, oh my gosh. I want to be able to help other Asian Americans out there that wants to be seen, wants to be heard. They can come on our show and talk about their stuff. They can open themselves up, whatever it is. Um, I think you and I have have that in common where we just want to promote our people. Yeah. Oh, yes. And um, definitely in uh, whoo, hold on. And also, um, I just really want us to be have like this conglomerate of businesses and media is just going to be one of them. You and I talk about business every day. Yeah. I mean, we send each other every day, like at 6.30 in the morning, like we get texts from each other, like Levango stocks. <laughs> hey. And see how see how our, our trades are doing. Um, but yeah, it's just like, we wanna be like, we just wanna be able to give a, a, a platform for our people, right? Mm. Yes, that's my goal. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my face is hurting. <laughs> As you, when you were a kid, were there were there business ventures that you knew that you wanted to pursue? I know I was going to be a salesman. I'll tell you that. Really? Ask my mom. I used to sell ice candy. If you don't know what ice candy is, um, so ice candy, so like cantaloupe, right? Yeah. So my mom would make cantaloupe juice and add like milk in it, and oh. puts it in like this plastic, and will freeze it. Yeah. Like a like a um like an ice cream. Yeah. Um. So I would sell that door to door to my neighbors. Like that's when I knew like I had a thing for business. Like I started oh. selling ice candy. Oh. Yeah. Oh, and I also sold like text. Uh, you know what that is? Like so they're like the little cards, like back in the Philippines. And I used to sell pogs also, back in the Philippines. You used to go door to door selling that? Just friends at school. I like, I just knew I had a thing for like sales because I I like to sell things and I like getting money. Well, next time I talk to her, I'm gonna say. It's oh your gosh. fault that he's a salesman and not a nurse. Yeah, that's right. Because if you had put scrubs on him as he was going door to door, maybe you would have been a nurse. I was serious, dude. Uh, were there any other ventures though, besides like the sales aspect that you knew that- As a kid? Had, I mean, like as a kid, I know you like playing basketball and stuff like that. And I wanted to be I mean, a dancer. You wanted to be a dancer? Yeah. Like a Jabberwocky? Yeah, like a Jabberwocky. Okay. Yeah, because I, I remember every New Year at my grandparents' house, like a tradition, um, we would like perform like dances. Like I was a big Backstreet Boy fan. 
and we were like we literally I mean, were perform. that's not really dancing though no i'm saying but like we would create choreographs you know with my cousins to backstreet boys yeah and that's, that's not jabawaki and nsync yo okay but i mean jabawaki wasn't alive back then so okay and michael jackson usher so you would dance my... like usher and michael jackson yeah okay yeah and where did that dream stop um in college why uh when i didn't make cabo modern or common ground <laughs> I wasn't good enough. Why, why didn't Josh kind of raise you? <laughs> Chef Spinoza? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, it was just like, get... <laughs> right when I knew I didn't make Cabo Modern, I knew I had to stop dreaming about that. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so, so you put that on, on the, uh, the I just uh, stop list. Yeah. Um, and then were there any other? Like, it, it seems like everything that you wanted to do is more in like the entertainment yeah i mean i i don't know i think as, as you go through college you know you try to figure yourself out um and then i had a passion and you know, one of my passions is leadership i wanted to be able to especially when we were going door to door i think i got so obsessed with being a good leader and and and, and really you know changing one's perspective like i love it when you see the good in somebody, you see their potential, and then they meet it. And and you were there along the way. You were there to see it. That's why I, that business was dope. Because you go from not knowing a product, right? And somebody teaches you how to sell it. And then you and then once you learn it, you become a master at it, then you duplicate that skill set, right? And you teach that skill set to somebody else. And then they teach it to somebody else. And then that person teaches it to somebody else. So you saw you saw people you see people like really grow. What about the people that have potential that end up quitting? Oh, I mean that's just like I mean that was one of me. That that was me. Um. So, and maybe maybe they just found a different passion. But I'm not like in all honesty, anybody that went through what we did, learned something. Yeah. And like learned something raw. The the rawest form of education for me was going door to door. Not your cantaloupe sales? Not, not my ice candy cantaloupe sales, no. Come on. Yeah, I started from that. But you but would sell, which one would you sell faster? The cantaloupe or AT&T? AT&T. It's faster? Yeah. Come on. AT&T broke Okay, bro. let me, okay. Bro, out of, out of 10 doors that you walked into, uh -huh. with cantaloupe sales <laughs> versus AT&T, what is the law of average? <laughs> cantaloupe sales will win. Cantaloupe okay. That's what I'm saying. I think, I think we have a new business model. Ice we candy. Need, we need to talk ice about candy. here. We'll do a spiked ice candy. Ooh. With a little spice? No, like alcohol. I know. <laughs> uh, Pete, someone's going to take that idea. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, any other future goals for you? I want to I wanna, uh, obviously talk about any like future stuff as we uh, end our segment here because you already went through the challenge. Uh, but any other future um, passions or future things that you want to get yourself into, things that you want to accomplish off the bucket list? Yeah, I mean, uh, for me, professionally, I think it's, um, if I do stay with my, you know, current company, obviously, um, becoming a, a director. But, you know, a, bottom line, I think uh, I have this entrepreneurial bug that I, I just like to scratch. And I think I have... You know, I have a great support system, 
and I, you know, I, my, my circle of influence is, is pretty good that any business venture that I go into will be fully supported. Um, I think for me, future goal wise, if Kickspot turns into something big, perfect. But I know this is just one aspect of business that I, I want to do. I want to do more. You and I were talking about opening up businesses in the Philippines. Uh, whether it be a restaurant, we were talking about a boba spot, we were looking for locations. We we're going to take a trip this year until COVID happened. Um, and that's the thing is I just want to have all these businesses and then I want us to be able to duplicate that and provide those opportunities for people. That's really what I want to do. Because I know we're going to have those businesses. Yeah. It's not, it's, it's just a matter of time until we get to that point. But once we get to that point, how can we provide that to the next generation of, of Asian American kids that, oh, they did it. They started, they started from that table at Meg's house. Yeah. You know, and at Gina's apartment. Yeah. And, and just looking at it from like the future kids perspective. Yeah. It's like, man, our dads like started this and know look at it now you know the, the, which they'll never know what that's gonna be like yeah. you know but um leave a legacy right like that's leave, what we're gonna do absolutely leave a legacy, leave a legacy is yeah. one, of, one of the big things yeah um so migs um uh, within the next year we're gonna have to do another one of these just to do a follow-up sure um, dude. and then we're gonna raise the spice level during that time as well so hopefully you're able to increase your yeah, spice the last, level i will say the last three and the gochujang was the hottest one okay the hottest one was the last one. Yes, absolutely. Like that literally, like it looks, I think if you poured more, I would have died, yeah. but it, I literally, like I felt it like in my face. Oh no, I could see it. I could see it. Like, I wasn't joking. I could see it. And uh, for the listeners, um, this Wednesday is actually Migs's birthday. And uh, what I've been told was that if he does eat spicy stuff, that it's going to affect him for the entire week. So I'm excited to see him on his birthday uh, when the fellas go out. And uh, I want to see if he's in the bathroom and all that stuff. But um, uh, this is a, a birthday that I don't want you to forget. Yeah, so I can, won't forget it. So you can thank me for that one. Um, by the time this releases, um, it would have been uh, a week couple, after that. A, a week after. So <laughs> make sure you check out his Instagram and um, check out our Instagram as well, too. The underscore kick spot and uh see what his pictures are like uh during that time yep yep any final words migs yeah hope you guys enjoy the show um i hate genu for making me uh do this but it was fun uh the wings were actually pretty dang good and shout also, out to bonds migs does not like to talk about himself as I much don't. as uh, yeah. you look at his instagram photos and looks like he likes doing that kind of stuff um this was actually a very difficult segment to run because uh <laughs> like i said he uh doesn't like to really talk about himself and that was the same actually that was the same for me too i didn't really um you know talk about like a lot of stuff that i you know ever expressed ever in my life so i understand how you feel so i appreciate you taking the time to let the audience know a little bit uh, about who migs is and as uh, we grow um, and, and in the future segments, they're going to get to know you a little bit more. And uh, like I said, we're going to do a follow-up. And next time, we'll do it together. Sound yeah, good? dude. <laughs> You're going to suffer with me. Okay. All right. Sounds good. All right, y'all. La Later. Thank you for listening to KickSpot.